back to the Jelly Bean Medicine Podcast. My name is Steph and I'm a final year medical student with a love for peds. Alongside the Bond University Pediatric Club, we'll be giving you the rundown of all the high yield pediatric topics, all based from Australian guidelines. This week we're changing it up from emergency medicine and the topic is going to be developmental milestones. Child development is integral to pediatrics and it must be considered in every consultation. It encompasses a wide range of things, including developmental milestones, screening tests, immunizations, and health promotion. And in this episode, we're mainly going to be focusing on the child development side. In pediatrics, they say that the first five years of a child's life is very formative to their development, which is why we pay so much attention to the milestones in the younger years. What are the four domains of child development? We can break it down into firstly, gross motor, secondly, vision and fine motor, thirdly, hearing, speech and language, and finally, the social, emotional and behavioural aspects of child development. Before jumping straight into milestones, it's important that we have an approach to child development. I have a five-step process that I like to follow, and firstly, it includes taking a developmental history. Secondly, a physical examination that's usually head to toe, especially looking at vision and hearing. Thirdly, it's looking at parental concerns, and you can assess this using the PEDS, which is the Parents Evaluation of Developmental Status. The fourth step is seeking additional info, so you can talk to the teachers or early childhood educators about the development of this child. The final thing is referring for a formal developmental assessment if you think any issues have been identified. Now that we have an approach to childhood development, let's have a think about the way we're going to assess this child in the consultation. The way we assess a child is by going through each of the four domains separately. Is there one particular domain, such as gross motor or fine motor, that's particularly lacking? So we can think in our mind, do they have a global developmental delay? So this is where all of the four domains are affected or do they have a specific developmental delay? So is it just their language that's affected or is it just their fine motor skills? A key skill when assessing a child in paediatrics is observation. You can get so much out of just watching a child during the consultation and it can also be handy to have equipment such as cubes, toys, picture books and crayons and then you can assess their motor skills, their speech and language and also allow the child to relax in the consultation. So what do you do if the child is born prematurely? Developmental age is calculated from the expected date of delivery and you use this developmental age up until two years and after that the weeks of prematurity are no longer significant. So starting from the beginning of childhood development you have primitive reflexes and these appear at birth and usually disappear by three or four months of age. A newborn examination will test the presence of these reflexes and the absence of these will warrant further investigation. One of the primitive reflexes are the placing or stepping reflex, which is where the baby will try and take steps when it's held upright. And this usually disappears by two or three months of age. The next one is a palmer grasp. So the baby will flex their fingers around an object that's placed in the palm of the hand. And again, this will disappear by about three months. Another primitive reflex is the rooting reflex, so the baby will turn their head if you touch near their mouth. This reflex will disappear after about four months. The next one is the sucking reflex, and this is where the baby will suck a nipple that's placed in their mouth. And again, this disappears by four months. 
The next one is the asymmetric tonic neck reflex, ATNR. In the asymmetric tonic neck reflex, when the baby turns their head to one side, the baby will then assume a fencing posture. So this fencing posture is when you have extension of the arm and leg on the face side and then flexion of the other limbs on the other side. And the importance of this is that it promotes hand-eye coordination. And usually by five months of age, this reflex will disappear. The symmetrical tonic neck reflex, so STNR, usually presents by about four to six months of age and it usually disappears by about 12 months. The STNR reflex helps the baby to crawl. If you place the baby in a crawling position but extend their head, the arms will extend but their legs will bend. So if we just remember, they will be in a crawling position. Another primitive reflex is a Moro reflex. And this occurs when the baby's head is suddenly extended, causing their arms and legs to splay out and then come back in. The Moro reflex usually disappears by three months of age, and the absence of the Moro reflex could indicate a brachial plexus injury. The last primitive reflex to think about is the tonic labyrinthine reflex. And this is where if you bend the head forwards, their body and their limbs will flex. And when their head is bent backwards, their body and limbs will extend. So this reflex is really important for head and posture stability and it usually goes away by six months of age. Let's talk about developmental milestones. Now, unless you're someone that can rote learn the whole table, I find it's much easier to break it down. When it comes to gross motor skills, I like to break it down into three, six, nine and 12, going from the head down to the feet. So starting from the top, at three months, babies should be able to control their head. Six months is the tripod sit, nine months is crawling and 12 months is walking. In terms of further gross motor skills, at 18 months, children should be able to run. At two years, they should be able to walk up and down stairs, stepping with both feet on each step. Then at three years, they should be able to walk up and down steps usually. So that's your gross motor skills. An easy way to remember language development is thinking about the age and the number of letters. So three months, they should be able to coo, and coo is three letters. At six months, they should be able to babble, and again, that's a six-letter word. At nine months, they should be able to imitate, and imitation is a nine-letter word. And then at 12 months, they should be able to say one to two words. At two years, they should be able to say two-word phrases. At three years, they say three-word sentences. At four years, they can tell complex stories. And at five years, they should be able to speak fluently. When it comes to fine motor skills, at six weeks, they should be able to fix and follow with their eyes. At four months, they should have the palmer grasp and be able to hold toys. At six months, they can transfer that toy from one hand to another. At nine months, you have the pincer grip. At one year, they can point to objects. 18 months, they can stack four blocks. At two years, they can stack six blocks. At three, they can stack nine. At four, they can draw a square. And I like to think about it as a square has four sides. And then at five years, they can draw a triangle. Lastly, just looking at the social and cognitive domain of childhood development. So at two months of age, children will have a social smile and they should recognize their parents. At four months of age, they can pick up sounds around them. At six months, they have stranger anxiety. After that, at a year, they can follow simple commands. At 18 months, they begin to have parallel play 
At three years, they can start doing more things for themselves, such as brushing their teeth and getting changed. At four years, they usually have a preferred or imaginary friend. And then at five years, they might have a group of friends and might also know how to read. The last thing to talk about is when to refer a child in the context of child development. You would refer if there's a regression in their development, if there's extreme prematurity, so if they were born before 28 weeks, or if their birth weight was less than 1.5 kilos, if they have any neurological abnormalities, any suspicion of autism, chromosomal abnormalities, or any signs of dysmorphism. Now onto the fun part of the episode where I get to quiz you on two quick questions on the topic we just talked about. The first question is at what age should a child display a pincer grip? A child should display a pincer grip at nine months of age. The second question is what's the name of the reflex when a baby assumes a fencing position when their head is turned to one side and why is this reflex important? So this is a primitive reflex called the asymmetrical tonic neck reflex, so ATNR, and basically it promotes hand-eye coordination. That's all we have time for today, but I hope you found this episode super helpful. If there's a topic you'd like covered, then please shoot us a message via our Instagram at Jellybean Medicine. We'll see you in our next episode on the newborn examination.